Hi everybody, Johnny Mace here. Welcome to the podcast. Today I want to read to you from the book of Revelation, chapter 4, starting at verse 1. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the Spirit, and I saw a throne in heaven, and someone sitting on it. The one sitting on the throne was as brilliant as gemstones, like jasper and carnelian, and the glow of an emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and the rumble of thunder. And in front of the throne were seven torches with burning flames. This is the sevenfold Spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face. And the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered all over with eyes, inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they keep keep on saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word, your precious word. Blessed to our hearts today, in Jesus' name. Finally, in verse 11, we understand who is the one sitting on the throne. He says, you are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. When John was in the spirit on this day, taken up into this vision, he has come, you might say, by vision, face to face with the living God. He has come into the audience of the Most High, into this glorious throne room. Quite frankly, words can hardly describe it, though John has done 
very well in his attempt to describe what he saw, giving us, you know, the comparisons of color and, and precious stones and sounds and voices and images of individuals. It reminded me of Isaiah when he said in chapter 6 of Isaiah that he was before the Lord and he saw the Lord high and lifted up and his glory filled the temple. And he talked of the six-winged seraphims that flew around the throne of God saying the very words that we just read. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So John has encountered, as did Isaiah, the almighty God in vision. In a vision, they've seen this glorious, magnificent creator. Folks, listen to me. When you and I talk of worship, when we talk of worship, when we think of worship, we have to go beyond the idea of coming into the church house, sitting in a pew and opening a songbook, and singing, I'll fly away, or great is thy faithfulness. Those are certainly beautiful songs and worth singing for sure. However, to worship, yet to come with understanding. And understanding of the focus of our worship only comes by the Holy Spirit, by the power and the presence of God. What we need in our lives is an understanding, a vision, a reality of who God really is. He is absolutely above all things, way beyond anything we can compare on this world, way beyond our thoughts and imaginations. He's above all that. He is the great God and host of all. And yet at the same time, we can identify him uh, as they did, those three wise men, on that Christmas morn when they came to his stable and found the babe in the manger. We can identify with this human, this man called Jesus. But in the end, we shall see him not as a suffering servant, not as a lowly human being, come to be a ransom for our sins, a sacrifice, the Lamb of God. We're going to behold him as the Almighty, as the God Almighty, the creator of all things. Think about that for just a moment. Everything that is and can be was created by God, the one sitting on the throne, the one that these elders are casting themselves down before him, putting their, th their crowns at his feet, the one that the seraphims are singing about, uh, bringing glory and honor to. When I look at that stage, when I look at the setting of the stage, it's just all take all inspiring and breathtaking, isn't it? To think of it in those ways. I saw a door standing open in heaven. Do you realize today, my friend, there is a door? And that door is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Jesus says, I am the door. And he that tries to enter into these things that are exalted, these things that are divine, these things that are above man's understanding and a man's imagination, if they try to enter in any other way, 
Jesus compared them to thieves and robbers. He said, No, I am the door. No man enters into these things unless the Spirit of God draws him. And this is where we need to be in our worship. We need to come humiliated, as it were, humbled, as it were, before the throne of God, as these lofty individuals called the 24 elders lay down in front of the throne of God, putting their crowns, putting their authorities, laying down their wills, uh, laying down their power, uh, inflicting upon themselves this, this humbleness so that they might worship the living God. Today, you and I need to understand exactly who we're dealing with here when we talk about the living God, the great almighty God, the creator of all things, the visible and the invisible, the microscopic, amen, these things that are in their most minute form of creation that you can't even put your finger on in the real sense. God has created all of these things from those things. And let me tell you something, out beyond our atmosphere, out beyond our stratosphere, out beyond there, when you see these innumerable stars to whom he has named each one, when we look out there and realize he holds all of this in the power of his hand by his own word, and he's calling us to come up and come up to this door, come into this place of glory and praise and power, Humble yourselves there, cast your crown before him, amen, and see who this is that you are called to worship. I'm telling you today is a grand day, a grand day, because we have a great opportunity that we've never, ever had before to know the living God, to know him personally, to know him intimately, to know him intelligently, to know him humbly and to worship him. Today, I believe that God is looking for a people. God is looking for a people who will neglect the traditions of men, neglect the religious poses of men, neglect those things that that put God in some form or some box and begin to realize he's greater than all of these things. And when you fill your heart with this kind of reflections, when you fill your heart with this kind of awe, when you fill your heart with this kind of inspiration, your heart will be humbled before the Almighty God. You see, when Jesus came into the earth, he came to give us an opportunity. He came to purge us of our sins and make us worthy. He came to dawn us in a righteousness that was his own. And he was able to do that through the victory that he won on the cross of Jesus Christ. When Jesus paid the price on the cross of Jesus Christ, he wiped away the sins of this world. And now all who believe can now approach him with great joy and come to this door. And through this door, you can find a place of worship that goes beyond the human imagination a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory, a peace that passes all understanding. Are you listening to Brother Johnny today? Are you taking to heart what I'm saying today? Are you feeling feeling what I'm feeling today? This, This rumble down in your breast, this aching that's pining, this wanting of 
of him like you've never wanted him before? Can you feel that today? Can you, do you hunger for that today? Do you thirst for that today? Is it crying out to you today? Are you saying, oh God, hear my plea today, God. Bring me up into this place. Lift me up, Lord, out of the mire, out of the clay. Take me out and let me understand and see what has been prepared for us because of you. Today, I just invite you to come to worship. I invite you to come to worship because you see, he is worthy. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy to be exalted. He is worthy to be glorified. He is worthy to be spoke of in manners that exalt his name, the lovely name of Jesus, the Lord God of heaven and earth. He deserves all honor. He deserves all honor and praise. All power belongs to him. All power is his to to use as he pleases, to do as he pleases. See, he created all these things for his own pleasure. You were created for his pleasure, and he longs to have this relationship with you today. So come unto the Lord today, my friend. Enter this door of opportunity to worship the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul. Amen. And, and discover the wonder of God. Discover the worthiness of God. Discover the glory of God today. This is my deepest desire. I can tell you that for sure. It's my longing today. I can speak of that emphatically today. So today I'm just asking you to hear the preacher. Hear the preacher and receive. And share this with your friends. Don't neglect that. Share it in Jesus' name. Amen.